Here they come! Welcome to episode 8 of Effectively Speaking, the podcast that takes a look at some of the special effects sequences of film and television, be they classic, average or duff. I'm your host, Eric Moore, and today I'm joined by Wade Burton to discuss the Trojan Rabbit scene from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Say hello to my little friend! Hello, Wade. G'day, mate. How are you going? I'm I'm going very well. Um, I'm looking forward to this. Um, I'm a big Monty Python fan, and uh, I know you're a fan. So um, can you first? Who isn't a fan? Well, this is true. This is. I mean, true. I would, that, that would be for me if I met someone and they didn't like Monty Python. I would have to seriously like like if I you know I'm, I'm married now, but you know if I if I was looking for a, um, you know if I met a girl and she did not like Monty Python, I'd have to really question what kind of person she was. How do you find out? Do you just say something like, it, it's an ex-parrot or something like that, and just see if you get a reaction? I don't know. Maybe, uh, you know having, having said that, I can't remember ever really watching too much Python with, uh, with girlfriends in the past, but no, I'm, I'm lucky my, my lovely wife now, she's a, she's a big Python fan, and uh, yeah, we, uh, we'll, 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 we'll chuck on, uh, we chuck on a, a movie or some of the original uh, series all the time. Excellent, excellent stuff. And, and what about the film? I mean, uh, wh- wh- when did you see, first see uh, Holy Grail? Ooh, I don't. I don't have a. I can't remember specifically. I mean, it was just a, a general time when I became aware of Python in sort of like the uh, the late '80s, I guess, when I started just going to the video store, and there was like a whole bunch of uh, Python videos from the the, the original uh, TV series. I guess you'd probably get maybe two or three shows on, on on a tape. So I sort of made my way through that, and then yeah, watched. Uh, uh, Holy Grail and uh, Meaning of Life and Life of Brian and it was just uh, it was just one of those rites of passage thing like if you're a cool kid you had to sort of uh, you know had to have seen uh, Life of Brian and uh, yeah yeah it, it's funny at our school um, yeah you're a cool kid if you like Python but Python was, I don't think Python was on the telly I, I, I'm, I'm pretty darn sure I never saw it on television when it first came out because my mum she didn't like anything like that uh, um, yeah but there, you could get records of Monty Python, of, of, of the sketches from the show, and cassettes. And I know I had them on record and cassette at school. And then when the film came out, this film, Monty Python and Holy Grail, came out, um, um, if, yeah, if you were a cool kid, you went to the cinema. I, I remember this film because this is the first film I actually lied about my age uh, to, to, <laughs> to, 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 to see because it was an AA. Uh. Uh, back then, uh, the certificate. Now, now we've got a thing called a 15, but back then it was an AA, and that was uh, no one under the age of 14 is allowed in. <laughs> and I don't know how old I was. I was 12, 13, and I can remember catching it. Um, That's such an arbitrary cutoff under the age of 14. I mean, yeah, such a... it's weird, isn't it? What? Yeah. Who chose 14? But, uh, but yeah, I, I can remember watching it. I, I can remember loving it, and I can remember everybody in uh, in, in the playground, you know. Um, quoting things and you know they'll hello who is it and all this you know <laughs> all the time you know so uh, it was part of my growing up um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail 
most I think a lot of this movie is uh, when if they ever want to make fun, like on The Simpsons or something like that, if they want to make fun of nerds and like you know, because you know it's, it seemed to be quite a geeky thing to you know say Python lines and quite often it'd be lines from uh, the Holy Grail of nerds like okay, the knights are saying me me yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. But uh, shall we go ahead and have a clip and then we'll start talking about it? Yeah. Yeah, so let's go, let's go watch some, some people much funnier and more talented than us. <laughs> All right, here, here we go with the clip then. What happens now? Well, now, uh, Lancelot, uh, Galahad and I uh, wait until nightfall and then leap out of the rabbit, uh, taking the French uh, by surprise. And not only by surprise, but totally unarmed. Who leaps out? Uh, Lancelot, Galahad and I. Uh, leap out of the rabbit, uh, and, uh... Oh. Oh. Um, look, if we built this large wooden badger... Okay, so the sequence we're talking about uh, starts just after Bedivere's I Have a Plan line, and we cut to later in the day, well, twilight really, isn't it? Um, and we get lots of sound effects uh, from the woods, and um, some not-so-subtle uh, reaction shots from John Cleese's guard. <laughs> yeah, some very, very subtle, very subtle acting there. Subtle, um, subtle and Monty Python, they don't... You, you don't tend to use those two words together much, do you? <laughs> no, no, they're, they're, they're strange bedfellows. Yeah, they're, and, but they're, sorry, not, not to leap ahead a little bit, but they, you know, they, they, you know, I'm pretty sure they built the uh, the big, uh, you know, the big rabbit on set. I'm, I'm almost surprised they didn't capture a bit of a bit of the footage from the building of it. That, in, is, uh, that is a good point. Bit. That is a good point. You know, yeah, I, I, that 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 thought never occurred to me. But anyway, it, it, it's still a funny scene that you've got these strange... You've got a lot of animal sound effects in there, yeah. as well as the saw. And you've yeah. got an electric drill in there, <laughs> as well. Um, yeah. So, a lot of fun. John Cleese, yeah. Um, yeah, OTT. Um, and then we see the wheels of something coming. Um, I suppose it's to convey a sense of a suspense. What are we going to see, you know? Um, and then yeah, I just probably think you know traditionally you know you'd, you'd be expecting like a medieval movie be a, a, a siege tower or something or a, uh, something to batter down the doors, but uh, they've got, they're going a different, they're trying a different plan. Well, this is Monty Python, isn't it? You know, <laughs> not, not, nothing so conventional. Um, we then get the double take from uh, uh, John Cleese. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, Lauren Hardy and especially a guy called yep. James Finlinson who. Um, who was a master of the double take, um, but I think even he would find um, what John Cleese does here just too over the top. Um, I don't you, know. If you, you, you know, there's another very good double take. You just remind me of it in um, uh, Life of Brian. Michael Palin does a fantastic one um, when he's. Uh, uh, it's it's it's. Was it Michael Palin? It's basically the, the scene at the end when it, and all the all the different sects are trying to claim the holy gourd and this and that, mm. and someone picks up the shoe, and, and there's, a, there's a guy there who's dressed up as a, some old sort of decrepit-looking dude, and he does this... I can't, I can't remember the exact scene. This is the worst story to tell, but he does... It, it, it's the whole... It's one of my favourite scenes, and it is just the double take he does when he looks one way and then back quickly the other, and it's... Uh, it, it just... It's, 
you know, I don't know if they even wrote that as a joke, or, or, but it just works so well. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Love I, a good double take. Absolutely. Um, I, I don't know if John Cleese hurt himself doing this, because he's wearing a metal helmet, and to, to whip your <laughs> neck back and forward that fast, they, they must have been pissing themselves laughing at that, you know. He, he always seemed like a like a, a fully scary presence, John Cleese. I mean, he's a big fellow. Like he's a very strong guy. Like you know, so many scenes where he's slapping people, and um, uh, yeah, it's uh, he's. <laughs> I think he was in pretty good shape. I think I think he would have been okay. Okay, all right. But then we actually particularly um, uh, faulty towers. I mean, when he slaps people on that show, you can yeah, really well, feel it. Yeah, Manuel certainly uh, does uh, um, recoil from his slaps, doesn't he? Absolutely. <laughs> anyway, we, we we get to see what he's uh, reacting to, and it's the rabbit, isn't it? Um, Full size rabbit. Um, yeah, I mean, what what can we say? What can we say? Um, <laughs> it's 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 a garden shed with a rabbit head. It's a garden. Sh- see, I I want to have a garden shed with a rabbit head on the top. You know, one one day, one day. Um, yeah, it's it's roughly a shed shape uh, made out of logs. Uh, its head is some sort of like planking. You can see in close-ups, it's planking covered with cloth. Again, yeah, you know, I, I think this is Terry Gilliam and and Terry Jones. Terry Jones was the big, you know, historian of the team. Yep. Terry Gilliam was the the visual artist, both. But what, even though this is a, a a very silly premise, it's a very silly film. They are trying to be historically accurate, and that cloth yep. is it, it's not just something that they've got out of Woolworths or something like that. It actually does look like. It's of the time, doesn't it? it like, like some sort of um, midi, like some sort of leather that had been beaten into almost yeah. a, a velvet or, a, or a, some some softer fabric. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but it, but still but still kind of rough hewn and um, you know stitched together quite 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 roughly. Yeah, and and the eyes painted on it. They're not they're not just done you know in a slapdash way. It look it if you if you just saw that the cloth with the eye and you didn't see that it's a you know a, a giant rabbit if you just saw a photo of the eye painted on the cloth you could believe that that is actually you, you know a part uh, uh, of something from a castle from what, what, five six hundred years ago easily yeah there's something about it it, it does it does definitely um uh like reflect like medieval imagery and um yeah. uh, you know, heraldry for sure definitely the whole film is. I mean, even the, uh, the the suits of armor and and the tabards that they're wearing and everything. They they all look historically accurate, but just in a very very silly film, you know. Well, I guess that's, that's like like you're saying, like you know, ter- you know Terry Jones has the uh, historical interest, and I think that's like one of part of the secret source of Python is that they are all basically you know immensely intelligent you know geeks from from Oxford. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, who, you know, they, they all met at, at uni, and they're all very intelligent, and um, so you know, they, they back up their their silly, surreal stuff with this, you know, edge of actual, you know, s- s- intellect. Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, the other thing I would just wanted to ask you about because I haven't got a clue. His ears, the rabbit's ears, um, they look a bit floppy. What, what, what do you reckon, Wade? Any ideas what they might be made out of? God, God knows. Uh, I'm. I'm trying to think. Like it almost looks like a uh, something you'd keep a tent in, like a, a, a big canvas, long thin canvas sack tube. Yeah, I, right. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But it's you know just just you know looking into this uh, you know the, the scene. There's, there's really not a whole bunch of information out there. It's uh, 
Mm. I, like, I think you've got more information about the big size one, but just when I was sort of Googling around, I really didn't find too much. I found a little bit about the miniature, which we'll talk about, but uh, I didn't find much about the, uh, the full-size one. No, I, I mean, I, I was researching for this and, um, you know, looking online, couldn't find much. There's not, no mention of how they made it or, or production stills of it being made on the Blu-ray. I've got the... Um, the I've still, I've got the original Monty Python and the Holy Grail, you know, script book that was out, that came out, and which is incredibly in depth with incredible uh, uh, photos in there. But no, nowhere is there any shots of the rabbit being constructed. Mm. But there you go. Um, and he's got great teeth as well. Can I just point <laughs> out that the, 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 the teeth are amazing, you know. They, they really do make a, a, a point of highlighting uh, rabbits with scary teeth in this movie. <laughs> um, so you see the rabbit get taken inside um, and, and we get the uh, what happens next uh, bit. Um, I do love the uh, when, when the French uh, soldiers come marching out, sort of tiptoeing out, like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I like the way the door opens and then you've got all four of them, one head above the other. Yeah, yeah. Apparently Terry Jones says on the... Uh, on the one of the making of documentaries, documentaries that that killed their backs to actually uh, you know to get into the position that only their heads would poke out like that. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. So so Bedivere explains the plan about how they're going to leap out and take them by surprise. I I, I love the reactions from all the knights there. John yeah. Cleese especially. Um, John As Cleese it dawns on them. It, it takes a long time. I think he's yeah. about the last to dawn. He, he's just got this far-off look, because Lancelot, bless him, he's not the yeah. brightest of the knights. Yeah. And uh, it's, uh, his reaction when it finally uh, dawns on him, uh, really, really good. <laughs> and Michael Palin, I mean, Galahad's such a, such a keen, good yeah. guy, and he looks so <laughs> up for him, and then he just looks almost embarrassed for him. It's like, he's not angry, he's just like, oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And also, bet. Bedivere's helmet, so to speak, um, the, uh, mm-hmm. the the visor that keeps falling down. He can see through perfectly. He can see through perfectly, but he keeps poking up so he can speak. It's, it's but what is funny the point of that visor? Uh, the, 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 the gaps in the visor are so big that that, that offers no protection whatsoever. I think, I think it's I think it's just the joke that he keeps lifting up to to to, to see. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, love it, love it. Anyway, we we get to the flying rabbit. Um, as it's chucked over the uh, battlements of the castle. Um, now, I, I've been looking at that. That that can't be the full-size one. You can't have something that big being thrown through the air like that. Well, well the only sort of real sort of information I found about this scene was that the... So apparently there's a lady called uh, uh, Val, uh, Val Charlton, who uh, made the miniature that was used in, in that shot, and she... Uh, she she sold, it actually she, she actually sold it. She had a whole bunch of really amazing uh, Monty Python uh, memorabilia from the movies and um, all sorts of amazing things. But yeah, she she uh, she actually put up a sale last year at auction and went for sale for uh, nine thousand six hundred pounds. So wow. and she just mentioned that it was flung over. It was touched with a bit of fishing line and uh, and flung over. Not a lot of detail, but yeah. And that was shot. That was that was. That, that element was shot back in London. She says, the model rabbits was filmed after we returned to London. So, which, it's, I'm still not quite understanding what, what that shot, when you can see the castle, you can see the large rabbit in the air, which can't be real, but then she's saying it was shot back in London. I'm not, 
I'm well, not sure if we're going to actually solve this one, Eric. Eric. Well, there's no mat line, so it's definitely no, not it, been matted in. You don't suppose it's something as simple as that is just a photo of the castle, and they've pulled it across, you know, in front of it. As simple as that. It could be, but if, if it is, it, it's, if it is, I've got a new respect for uh, the, the, the craftsmanship in this, this shot, because it, it, it's very, very convincing. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not sure whether she just means there's a shot when you see the rabbit in the air by itself without the castle. Ah, uh, it could uh, be that, yeah. You, yeah, yeah as, as it descends down onto them, you yeah. see it coming towards the camera. That could be what it is. But then what is the shot with the, where you can clearly where, see the rabbit coming over the wall from the castle? What is that? I mean, we know it wasn't a full-size one because that was only dropped once. Yeah. And you don't see a wire either. If it was hung on a wire, you, you, uh, as you say, full respect to them because I can't see the wire. Well, if any, anyone, not, not to take over your job of hosting, but if anyone else you know, knows, please please post on the page and yeah. let us know. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Um, we, all, we then get to the runaway uh, bit, and we have that thing that we've just uh, discussed there. It comes towards the camera. Um, and uh, then we see poor old Neil Innes as uh, one of the pages looking up. Uh, and, and then we cut to uh, definite, that's definitely the full size one flattening, um, flattening the page um, have you ever noticed I, I didn't notice this until I was like um, um, uh, studying the scene you know, for this show um, just before the dummy obviously it's not the real Neil Innes that gets flattened um, just before the dummy gets flattened uh, its leg uh, is moving have you noticed that? I haven't no yeah, that's yeah. That's a, a, a very funny little attention to detail, if so. But. He, that, 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 I, I guess they've got a dummy on a pole, so he stands up, um, but his right leg is twitching, and it must be some guy's just off to the side with some fishing <laughs> wire or something, just tugging on it, you know. Um, and again, I think that goes back to Terry Gilliam and maybe Terry Jones, even though, you know, it's a silly film. They are giving it their all um, as directors. And it's like, well, if we have a little bit of movement there, maybe that will just, you know, sell the scene a little bit more that that's yeah. a real guy, yeah. you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, Gilliam in particular, I mean, he's, he's, he's sort of infamous for, for going beyond and, you know, above and beyond what most people would think would be reasonable to, 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 to get the shot that he wants. So, um, and that comes across in, you know, his movies in general are pretty, uh, they, they're usually worth watching. Even, even if you don't like the movie, they're usually worth watching just, just from a visual point of view. And they'll be very interesting movies. Um, Brazil, that's probably one yeah. of my, yeah, yeah, one yeah. of my favorite movies. I'm sure you'll probably cover that at some point as well. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, great that's stuff on that. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be as, at all surprised if it wasn't Terry Gilliam himself pulling the fishing wire. <laughs> Who knows? I think I think fishing wire is long overdue for a comeback now. You know, there's a physical effects have sort of come back into vogue these days. So yeah. I think we might have a have a, a new uh, renaissance of uh, fishing wire being back used in, uh, in special effects. I think I saw mentioned somewhere that uh, in Moon, uh, you know, a film from a few years ago, yep. where they yep. use practical effects and miniature effects. I'm I'm sure I saw somewhere that um, in a couple of scenes for the, the tractors out on the surface, they did actually. Um, um, for one reason or other, actually did use like fishing wire to yeah. pull it along. And if it works, you know, fine, you know, it's right tool for the job. Yep, yep, I'll go along with that. Anyway, that that's the sequence over. So we're going to go into uh, behind the scenes. Um, 
all this sequence was filmed at a place in Scotland called uh, Dune Castle. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good Scottish name, isn't it? Dune, Dune Castle. Dune Castle. It's like Fraser in Dad's Army would live in Dune <laughs> Castle. Um, yeah. Um, um, have you have you got the film on Blu-ray? Uh, I don't. I've got a uh, I've got a bit of a dodgy download that. Um, ah. But no, I, I don't have the Blu-ray. Um, it sounds like a, it sounds like it'd be a good investment, but because it sounds like you've got some some good information off it. Yeah, I do do get it. I mean, as as well yeah. as the the, the the excellent picture quality. I mean, I'd I'd never noticed the dummy's leg twitching before. You know, <laughs> it, it it looks fantastic, but you've got many um, documentaries and extras, and one of them is uh, Michael Palin and Terry Jones uh, returning to all their locations in Scotland yeah. that they filmed at, um, and well worth a a, a visit and. Um, um, yeah, I'm 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 planning a, a a trip back to Scotland and and go to some of these places. I think. Absolutely. Well, my, I'm sure my wife's going to make me go back and visit the in-laws at some point again. So uh, I'll, uh, I'll I'll keep you posted, mate. Could be a road trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll join up and head north. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. All right. Um, I can't. I don't know about you, Wade, but I can't find any information on who who built the rabbit or whether it was no. made locally or 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 built in London and then travelled no, I mean, one. I'm pretty sure it was built on. So- well, pretty sure. I mean, I read something on on one of the one or two sort of news stories about the uh, when the mini- when the miniature went up for auction. There was a mention of uh, that the uh, full size one was built on site, but um, I, I have not seen a single. Can't find a picture of it being built. Or um, I mean, it's a pretty simple. I mean, I'd imagine if you gave me a few hours, I could probably knock that together. But. Uh, I, I, I love the idea, you know, that uh, it was built by the, you know, the film crew. They, they, they turn up at, at Dune Castle, go to the local, you know, hardware store, and we want all this wood, we want some cloth and blah, blah, and it's like, yeah, what's it for? And it's like uh, <laughs> a 30-foot tall wooden rabbit, you know? That, that, that we're going to drop on somebody. That we're going to drop on somebody, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Um, originally, the rabbit was supposed to have had a pink bow uh, wrapped around it, uh, with a note in French saying a gift to our French friends. Um, why? But, but why but they even, didn't but do even it? But Python thought that was too silly. That's what I was going to say. That well, that's just a bit too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the the rabbit was too heavy um, um, to be um, pushed up the ramp to the castle gate. So just the outside in the courtyard there, you've got a a, a car. Um, attached to it by a rope and it and basically right. just winched it up and the guys behind <laughs> were pretending to be pushing it. Um, have, have you seen have you seen uh, any like a picture or anything of like the uh, I assume it's been lifted up by a crane before it's dropped. Have, have you seen it actually in the air? Like in, in Yeah, yeah, I'm on the Facebook page um I'm going to be putting um some photos of of it suspended cool. from the crane. Yeah. But but then when when it's being taken into the castle, that shot where you've got you know uh, you, you see the castle and you see the ramp yeah. and, the, and it's going yeah. up there, you also see you know the knights that that that's, that that are all there, um, King Arthur and his knights, and you see them come into shot from the bottom of the screen. Um, apparently there there was no ditch there. Um, and it, it was just flat ground, so all the knights had to like bend down. Squat down and then slowly stand up, and apparently that was killing their backs uh, to do that. You know, but yeah, uh, as you say, it, it, it was suspended from a crane, um, 100, 150 feet from a crane. And uh, Terry Jones says on the uh, documentary they only had one take at doing it. Um, it, it had to work first time, um, and well, it, it certainly did. 
It smashes up good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I wonder if did did they 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 what they might have done? No, no. So, so sorry, I'm I'm pondering to myself. I was going to say when they made it, did they make it uh, pre-stressed or or pre-cut so you know it would shatter because you know you yeah you 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 would want it to have some sort of a um uh effect when it lands wouldn't you yeah i mean yeah i mean do you think perhaps i mean i don't think it was built to be too structurally sound in the first place but um yeah i'm not, I'm not perhaps but you know again it's, it's it's a little bit frustrating like not having not knowing at all like uh, you know who, who was behind building it here and yeah, yeah. it's, it's and this, in this age of sort of being able to sort of Google anything, it's a little bit of a mystery. It is, isn't so, yeah. it? But the other thing is, I mean, if they did weaken it enough so that it uh, would guarantee to shatter on impact, I'm guessing if you're holding it up in the air for a, uh, an amount of time, maybe it would fall apart, and you don't want it falling yeah, apart like, when it's 100 feet up, you know, so maybe they I, didn't. And I know, you know, what the weather's like, and I lived in Manchester, so north of England, so, you know, weather in Scotland, I'm sure, is, you know, just as changeable, so you would not want to be holding something loaded up in, yeah. in a crane when For the weather long. turns, so. But uh, you say that, I mean, that, uh, that they were very lucky in this very shot, is when, when it does land, that's a beautiful blue sky in the background. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've, I've been to Scotland a few times, and, you know, sometimes the weather can be foul, even in the middle of yeah. summer, so they, they were really lucky. Really lucky. Um, just before the page is flattened, uh, he originally had the line, it's only a model, um, <laughs> um, e- echoing the, 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 the yeah. same one from when you see Camelot earlier in the film. I don't know why they removed it. Maybe they removed it when they realised that they were actually going to make a, a full-size one. Maybe they originally were going to do it all with model yeah. work. You know? Who knows? Um, and uh, that, that's pretty much it. I, I, I can't see anything about what happened to the rabbit, the smashed-up rabbit. I don't know if they left it at the at, at the castle for firewood or gave it to a lumber yard or what. Yeah, who knows? I mean, there's quite a lot of wood. I mean, I imagine it's just been carted off in a skip somewhere, but uh, we'll never know. It's another one of, uh, you know, so many great like moments from uh, from cinema have just been uh, dismantled at the end of movies and taken away and yeah, yeah. onto the scrap heap. If we go up to Doom Castle, we should have a look around in, in the shrubberies <laughs> um, and, and have a look because you never know. It might be like, you know, in Tunisia where, you know, yep. famously um, the, the, the Lars Homestead, you could go there and, and find little bits. And also the um, where they had the, uh, the, the, the crate dragon skeleton for, for, for the longest time right. you could go along there and find yep. bones of the crate dragon. Maybe in a shrubbery uh, at Doom Castle, if you find a little bit of wood from there. Even if it isn't a piece of wood from the rabbit, you could say it's a piece of wood from the rabbit. I'm, I'm sure we could find a piece of wood. Aha. I'm sure we could do that. <laughs> I know they still find, people still find bits of uh, where they did the uh, the big explosion of uh, Java's sail barge uh, in, um, in the desert in California. Like where they did that, it was it was a massive explosion. People still find bits of, uh, oh, for a long time anyway, we're still finding bits of charred wood from it. Yeah. So, yeah, we've we got to do this, Wade. We've got to do it. Have a word with your All wife. Right. She, she needs to see her folk. I don't, I don't need to have a word. I'll just tell her, mate. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> she, 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 she doesn't listen to this. I can get away with her. Well, you hope. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Who knows? Oh, I love no. you. I love you. 
All right. Okay. Well, 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 that's behind the scenes over. So uh, we've got to get into a rating. So uh, can I have a rating from you, please, Wade? Um, Ten being the best, one being the worst. Uh, ooh, I mean, it, it, it's. I mean, how do you rate it? I mean, just on a on a technical point of view, it's you know, it's a very simple, basic effect, but it's it fits within the. Uh, uh, you know the the, the do-it-yourself ethos of the the, the early Python movies, and uh, and it it and it's funny. I, I guess at the end of the day, they, they they don't really care how good it looks so much as how much it works to 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 to, to make the joke work. So mm. in that sense, you know, there's daft-looking rabbit flying out of the sky. It's um, you know, it's it's very funny, and um, yeah, I'll I'll. I'll, I'll I'll, I'll give it a I'll, I'll give it a, a generous eight out of ten. Okay, okay. Um, I, I agree with you. Um, um, it's a very uh, simple, uh, straightforward effect. Um, I've, but I've got great respect for the craftsmanship to, to you, you know, to build a rabbit as big as that. Um, that looks historically accurate, you know, um, and then to have the notion of, well, we're not going to do it with a model. We're going to get a, a, a crane and drop it 150 yeah. feet and, and then film that. Um, and for all those reasons... Say, sorry? Sorry to interrupt. I was just thinking, I wonder, just, just thinking of the image of when it came down, like it, it just made me think of for a second of the, the famous python foot that, you know, squashes down. Yeah. Like, I wonder if they thought about doing it animated, but no, they went, they went the real deal. Especially as there are Terry Gilliam animations, you know, you've got the Black Beast of Arg, and yeah. you've got, you've got yeah. God. Uh, you, you have these animations in there. You could have done it that mm. way, couldn't you? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so yeah, but, yeah, but that ratches up it, it up even more for me. So um, I'm going to join you in an eight. Okay? Excellent. So, so it gets an average of an eight. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, thank you very much for today, Wade. My pleasure, mate. Um, See you over on the Facebook page and the Instagram page. Anybody out there, if you've got any more information uh, for us, because we know nothing, um, on, on how they filmed this scene or what happened to the Absolutely. rabbit, and, and if you've got a bit of the rabbit, you never know, um, <laughs> please let us know. All right? Well, thank you very much, Wade. Thanks, man. And, uh, yeah, see you soon. Bye-bye.